I'm Holly. I'm Leslie. And we would be dead. 30-minute horror movies! super horror but still it's so scary well the leads are pretty scary (laughs) (laughs) so today we have a little treat for you guys we are doing the long requested sequel to our 30 minute twilight this would be 30 minute new moon (gasps) which made me like throw things at my television a lot but that's okay (laughs) it's okay um, so before we get started, just uh, a little reminder to leave us some validation so we don't wither into raisins. You can do that by heading over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and leaving us a five-star rating and or a friendly review. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We have all of the platforms. We are Would Be Dead Pod. Like anything we post, share anything we post, especially on Instagram because that is the reigning queen of the platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to support us in other ways, you can go over to Patreon. And if you're a patron for a few dollars a month, you'll get a lot of fun little extras like access to Host Mortem, our video after show, access to our full catalog of these 30-minute horror movies. We have a bunch more. They're super fun. You also get our extra mini-sodes, an on-air toast dedicated just to you, a little gift in the mail, and more. And if all that is a little too much for you, uh, you can simply tell anybody you ever met in your whole life. Yeah. Like us on social media. Like I said, share our things. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell somebody who would enjoy this movie. So tell a teen. Yeah. What's a teen you know? Who's a teen? Valentina. Valentine Valentina. So <laughs> she would love New Moon. She really would. I feel in my soul that she loves this movie. Yeah. <laughs> then Valentina can hang out with us and we can all have a good time. Us and Val will be great. Yeah. All right, Val. We're going to all be fiends and we're all hang out. That's what I usually She's say. She's team Jacob, though, so. Oh, no. Oh, you know what, though? I kind of get it. Like whew. You get it after this movie, right? Oh, I told man. you. I told he you. Never wears a shirt. Yeah. And it's not terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Baby face and abs. <laughs> you know, if I could just not see his gleaming white smile in it, yeah. I would be okay. All right, so okay. How, this is how the game is played. We are going to take this very wordy, long movie and condense it down into 30 minutes. And we'll do that by doing five minutes apiece and we time each other. So when you hear the sound of the timer, which sounds like this, then you'll know it's time for us to pass the hot potato. And it's so hot. It's the hottest potato this week because there's so much teen romance. <laughs> Leslie, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Um, I feel like I started last time. You All can right. start. Okay. You guys also, just a warning, I get really mad. She gets really mad. I I'll was, keep her on. Keep okay. me on task. All right, ready? Ready. Set. Go. A thick yellow moon slowly transforms onto the screen, revealing the title New Moon. It takes its sweet-ass time. This takes fucking forever. Half the movie. The whole movie does, yeah. Then we hear Bella quoting Friar Lawrence from Romeo and Juliet, which is so trite that the fiction writer inside of me died a little bit when they heard it. And she says, 
these violent delights have violent ends. And then we see Bella and she's fighting through a group of, I don't know, handmaids. They're mm-hmm. all in red cloaks. It's very relevant anyway. And then it's she sees that it's noon on a random clock and heads into a field of flowers where she sees her grandmother and then her boyfriend who she's like, Edward, what are you doing here? People don't know about you. And he's like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. He's also wearing a suit and her grandmother is in like a little prairie dress or something. Right. They are not at the same event. It's very strange. So, um... Bella's like, no, stay away. She'll see you. But he just keeps walking towards her. And then she's like, oh, wait, okay, this is going to be fine. And they walk up to Grandma, and Bella says, I'd like you to meet Edward. But the words come out of Grandma's mouth as well as Bella's. Um, Apparently, like, we can tell this because they both have the same silver ring on their index finger. Like, you know, you keep your teen ring forever Mm -hmm. until you're a And she's, like, mimicking movements, too. Thank you. Leslie's going to need to correct me because I didn't pay as much attention as she did. Um... And then, so she realizes that, no, it's not her grandma. It's old, wrinkled herself. And she's standing next to Edward, who's still hot. And she's like, fuck, this is going to be our life. This is terrible. So Edward leads over and kisses her wrinkly head anyway. Then we flash to... And when he says, happy birthday, Bella. Oh, that's right. You're 110 or whatever we're supposed to believe. (laughs) Then we cut to um, Bella having a nightmare and her dad, her long-suffering father, waking her up. She's fallen asleep reading Romeo and Juliet. And this is what happened. Gross. Then he wishes Bella a happy birthday. So it really is Bella's birthday. And he gives her two presents. Um, and she's like, you said no presents, which no teenager would ever say. That's really stupid. Yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like, stop being an asshole. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> that's the theme of this whole movie. Bella, please stop being an asshole. And so she, t- she takes them out and he's like, that's a digital camera from me at a scrapbook from your mom because he got to do the better one, which I wouldn't argue about. Yeah. Um, and Bella's like, no, I don't want it. And I like it. Yeah. And then he jokes that, um, why are you like so obsessed with aging? Oh, look, I see a gray hair on your head. And Bella's like, no. <laughs> but then he's like, I'm kidding, you fucking psychopath. Then we see Bella driving to school in the Hallmark truck, which is what, what she drives. That's pretty funny. Uh, and the radio says that there have been three hikers that go missing, have gone missing in the woods around Forks and they are presumed dead. So we remember that murder on the radio. Then she gets to the parking lot of the school and her friends from the previous episode previous movie, um, Mike, somebody else, somebody else, and Anna Kendrick, all of whom <laughs> seem, they, they don't know it's her birthday. Um, so then she's like, um, so I got this scrapbook from my mom. Maybe I could take your picture. It's so lame. And she does. And then Edward drives up and everyone like stops Ugh. for a minute to watch him See, walk up. Fine as He's hell. fucking does. Um, nobody's <laughs> going to argue that. And everybody leaves. They're like, oh no. And Edward gets the same treatment like a hot girl in any other movie gets, like yes. slow motion breeze in his hair and stuff. Um, and he's like, happy birthday. And she's like, fuck you. Birthdays are awful. Fuck birthdays. Why are you so mad? So they, we find out this is her 18th birthday also, which makes her a year older than Edward, which she's like, I hate this. I want to be like a young little baby bride. And Edward's like, why are you worrying? I'm 109. It doesn't matter. And then they make out for a while. And then she's like, got to go to class. And then he says, no, you don't, because there's another guy that wants to see you. And it's Jacob who got hot. Got real hot. He gets hotter later. Um. And then Edward backs away and Bella's like, oh, hey, Jacob, fuck, you're hot now. Um, And then he's like, yeah, cool, I am hot now. Here's a gift. It's a dream catcher, which is not at all like a stereotypical thing for him to give to her. It's fine. And then Bella's like, it's kind of perfect, (laughs) reflecting on the nightmare she had. And then Jacob's like, okay, peace. Then Edward asks Bella why Jacob gave her a gift and he can't because apparently he can't give her birthday presents. And she's like, I can't give you anything back. Yeah, she can. Whatever. Um, I know something she can give him back. 
Mm-hmm. Then we're in the school and the rest of the Collins arrive and we see um, Alice, who I also like, who is super happy to see her. And then Jasper, who is like still has crazy eyes. Um, <laughs> and he's just like staring at her from the hallway. And Alice is like, I can give you a present. Um, um, and she's like, and I can tell you'll love it because that's my special power. And then she says, can you come to a birthday party we're having tonight for you? Surprise. Starts at seven o'clock. And Bella's like, OK. Um but then she realizes she's excited about it because that's Jasper's special My Little Pony power and he can make mm-hmm. her happy about it. And she's like, Jasper, don't make me happy. I'm way better mad. Then we're back into class and Edward and Bella are watching the like BBC 1960s Romeo and Juliet. They don't show any taxidermy this time, so I didn't get really mad. That's nice. And then Edward's like, I don't like Romeo because he's too like he acts too quickly after he sees that Juliet's dead. But also I'm jealous of him. It's probably because he has like a sweet coffin that he's laying in. And that's what vampires are supposed for to sure, have. For sure. Okay, so Edward and, yeah, okay, so he's actually upset because um, Romeo can die yeah. and Edward can't die. Um, and Bella, who has, like, zero ounces of confidence, thinks Edward is actually talking about how Romeo has, like, the beautiful, perfect Juliet. And he's just like, no, 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 it's just because, like, I want to kill myself. Why would you and- ever think that? <laughs> I hate her. But, um... Yeah, so, and he says that it's much harder for vampires to actually die, and Bella's like, what the fuck? And Edward tells her that he considered how he could die if he had accidentally killed Bella back in the ballet studio from the first movie when James attacked her, and he had to, like, suck out the venom from her arm because vampires are gross snakes. Yeah, they are. um, But yeah, so then he was just like, yeah, but if I couldn't stop sucking your blood, you would have died. And I would have had to go to kill myself. So he said his plan would have been to go to Italy and provoke the Volturi. And Bella's like, who now? And then the English teacher tries to catch Edward off guard by asking him to repeat the last bit of iambic pentameter of Romeo and Juliet. And because Edward is so old and has done this class about a thousand times, he knows it by heart and makes the English teacher look like an ass. But all the girls in class are like, oh, my God. Also, because, of course, he can recite Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? Right. So, jump to the Collins house where Bella goes for her birthday dinner. Edward and Bella are staring at each other. or They're star- staring, well, they are staring at each other, but they're also Always. staring at a Renaissance-looking painting. And he, <laughs> and he begins to tell Bella about the Volturi, a very old and um, pale vampire family like the, uh, like the vampire royal family. Um, so Bella notices Carlisle in the painting of the heads of the Volturi, and Edward tells her that Carlisle used to live with them for a few decades. Carlisle is like Edward's Peter dad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hot dad doctor. Got yep. it. So Carlisle says that they were very refined. They had no respect for human life. But oh, my respect, God. I love them. But they had a lot of respects for the arts and sciences and the law. So <laughs> this is very much us. I love them. <laughs> So Ed, as as Edward talks to talks about all this, the painting becomes alive, and we see that a, there's going to be a flashback. And Michael Sheen, who is Ugh. playing the head of the Volturi, is condemning another vampire to death because the main law is to never reveal yourself to uh, humans. But this vampire did, and therefore it could like cause them not to. He's be pretty low key about it, though. Michael yeah. Sheen, you don't ruffle feathers with Michael Sheen. No, he's um. So Michael Sheen is very scary and silly looking. They all have <laughs> red eyes because they drink human blood. Bella tells Edward to stop talking about death unless it's her death. <laughs> they, they're Shut so the fuck emo. Up. I, know. I love it. <laughs> oh God. Um. Okay, so Edward tells her that the only thing that could hurt him is her, and Bella <laughs> brings up Victoria, who was James's. Uh, like girlfriend. Also love her. Red hair, nice fashion. Yes. And um 
And so Edward says that Alice will see Victoria coming when she decides to come after him because she would come after him since she killed uh, her lover. And she wants to, everyone thinks that Victoria wants to kill Edward now, not Bella. But like, duh, she's going to try to kill a human first. Anyway. Um, so he was just like, don't worry about it. We can see her coming. Bella says that she could protect him if he changes her. And Edward's just like, no, just being alive is what's giving me a reason to live. If that's what he, like I even am. And he says it's his job to protect her. Then Alice appears and brings her into the family room where the rest of the Collins are waiting to give her birthday gifts. And Rosalie gives her a gift that Alice picked out uh, because Rosalie hates her. And Emmett got her a sound system for her truck. And Esme and uh, Carlisle gave her a gift um, that was going to be like a a plane ticket to Florida so she can get some sun because she's like pale as hell. They're all pale as hell. Yeah, but as she's opening the gift, she cuts her... finger on I it. I fucking she gets a paper hate cut, this. And then she causes, holds it up yeah, into the okay. like, hey, paper cut. <laughs> and, and it's the largest amount of blood that's ever come it out of a is. paper cut. And it drops on the carpet and Edward hears Jasper's thoughts. And Jasper looks like he just won the lottery, but also like he's going, he's like in a ton of pain because everyone looks like they're in a ton of pain Always. in this movie. 100% and Edward pushes Bella back and he forces her like into the wall and table behind them and she hits the glass vases and then the colons try to grab Jasper. Alice gets him out of the room and tries to calm him down. This is all insane. But then she smells Bella's blood, which is now a lot more because Edward threw her into a table of glass. glass. (laughs) Then Bella talks, um, (gasps) looks up and the entire Cullen clan is staring at her like she's a human and they're very hungry vampires. Yeah, which is what is happening. (laughs) That's what's happening. (laughs) So Carlisle tells the group to get out and he will help Bella, who is now also... like, bleeding from her arm. Yeah, now she has a giant gash in her arm. (laughs) Edward just, like, looks beside himself, and Carlisle tells him to go check on Jasper. So now Bella and Carlisle are in his office, and he's stitching her up. This is, like, Dexter (laughs) situation. Ooh. All right, me. So now we're in Peter Facinelli's Dexter-type office, um, and there's, like, medieval illustrations all over the place, and he has, like, a bowl where the blood goes into that he has to collect it so he, I guess he doesn't lick it or something. Yeah. Um, and Bella's like, well, why can you do this and nobody else can? And he's like, practice. And then she asks him, why Why do you do that? Why do you want to help people? And he's, even if he is, quote, damned regardless. Um, and she's like, I don't understand what you mean damned. I think he says he's damned regardless. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, these are scary notes. And Bella's like, like, you mean hell? Um, and he's like, yeah, that's what fucking damned means. Find me another definition. Actually, no, he's very polite. Um, and then she's kind of looks like she's a little into him. She's like, mm, tell me more about it. You could never be damned, Peter Facinelli. Which I can't blame her. I'm 40, so hot dad vampire is like way more mm-hmm. my speed. Um, so then Carlisle tells her um, that it, her belief, uh, something about vampires not having souls. What does it say? Oh, yeah, that like because they're damned means that they don't have souls. And oh, then okay. he was just like, that's why Edward doesn't want to change you because yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah, like yeah. him taking her soul. Yeah, he says, imagine the reverse if you could take away his soul. And then he burns her blood in a bowl, which that doesn't work. I, don't I know. also love Bella because she's just like, she's like, yeah, like I would absolutely take his soul. Yeah, give me it. It's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. And then after Edward drives um, home with her in the Hallmark truck, and I wish they were going to Christmas Cookie Montana, but they're not. Um, and then he talks about um, like Bella's soul and how he wants to keep it intact and all this shit. And Bella argues that he can't always protect her. Um, 
she might get sick or she might get in an accident or she's definitely going to get old. Um, if he turns her, then none of that's going to happen. And Edward's like, that's not a solution. It's a tragedy, mm-hmm. which that's what they should have put on T-shirts. Yeah. And he's uh, like, I'd fuck a Nana. Yeah, it's so. fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Look, you were hot enough as a grandma. I was all into you still. And Bella's like, I don't care about my soul. Um, but it's still her birthday. So she's like, but it's my birthday. So kiss me. I don't know why he's sad about doing this, but mm-hmm. um, he doesn't. I, and you also can't tell if he wants to like eat her or fuck her. It's really hard to tell. No, they just like have an orgasm while they're kissing. Basically, yes. Um, Leslie says he wants to eat her, but I'm not convinced. Um, then they kiss and Edward is, has to restrain himself and they exchange vows of love. Then that evening, Bella prints out a photo of her and Edward folds it in half, leading Edward, leaving Edward facing up. I don't know why the fuck she does that. Why does she do that? That's I don't know. The, she's so weird. Yeah, but they yeah. never explain it. They, she does this, which is misinterpreted because later. She, because she thinks that he's so beautiful. Oh, okay. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Um, the next day she notices that none of the Cullens are at school and Edward comes over to her house after school, but before she gets there and he sees the photo folded in half, foreshadowing, and, um, Bella walks in and Edward gets to her before she gets to the house and he says, we have to talk. And then they walk away into a trail into the forest because they can only talk in the forest, preferably in a field of flowers, but that's not always available. So then... He's like, we're leaving Forks because my hot old dad lo- doesn't look as old as he's supposed to be. But his his dad is a doctor and he could just have a very good surgeon and a f- fitness routine. I'm not buying that shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Bella's like, um, I'll have to tell Charlie why I'm leaving. But then she looks at him and she's like, oh, you don't mean me. You just mean you. And Edward says, you don't belong in my world. And Bella says, I belong with you. Um, and then he's like, I don't want you to come. They have this weird childish little fight. Um, and also like, rude come on Mm-mm. and he continues to say like uh she's oh, sorry she says if this is about my soul take it and they have this like very <laughs> very dramatic exchange you're just not good enough for me i know wherein <laughs> he's for me yeah yeah you're not good for me that was the other thing and then he's like listen i gotta go fuck this kisses her on the head and is like i'm gone you're never gonna see me again and then he goes bat yeah and he leaves bat. he's gone <laughs> it'd be so much cooler if he could be a bat but Bella runs, not really runs. She kind of walks distressedly yeah. through the woods and she has no sense of direction. She looks like she's chasing a unicorn mm-hmm. and it gets dark eventually, obviously, because we're in very deep woods that they walked into in two minutes. She couldn't retrace her steps. Or, I yeah. don't know. And then so naturally she just out of nowhere, she's standing and then she's not standing. And she's she, just tired and she, there's a tree there. She collapses on the ground as though she has like tuberculosis and it's 1906. Yeah. Maybe she'll almost die again, probably. Oh no, she's just going to go to sleep on the forest floor. While yeah. she's doing this, a big old wolf rises from the woods nearby. <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to watch her sleep. Um, And then out of nowhere, there's just a bunch of like, because hot guys are drawn to her. And then a hot topless werewolf carries her home. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Back at the Swan residence, it's the same night a search party is starting to form So because they're looking for Bella because she's missing and people pay attention to Bella as opposed to every other poor woman in the world that they just assume ran into the woods for fun. (laughs) Okay, move on, move on. (laughs) Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) Uh, And Charlie's friend Harry is there and they're like, let's go look in the woods. But before they can look in the woods, a hot guy with no shirt on walks out of nowhere carrying Bella in his arms and he gives her to Charlie. Why does no one want to know why he's topless? (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. We're not getting okay, anywhere. Okay. We got to move faster. No, I know. We're doing okay. Okay. So, um, I'm sorry. So, okay. So, Charlie has Bella now, right? That's yeah, where yeah. you are? Okay. Yeah. So, he's, so, Charlie's just like staring at this guy, Sam, who is shirtless. And then Sam and Harry make eye contact. Uh, Harry is like the other friend of Charlie. Um, they make eye contact and nod at each other, but they seem like they are communicating just with their eyes. And then Jacob <laughs> is there. Good old Jacob. And he looks at Sam and gives him a relieved 
but also annoyed look. And now we get to my least favorite where Bella sits in front of a bedroom window because this cuts to, so like they found her, that's I hate fine. this part so much. And now Bella sits through a bed at her bedroom window looking sad, looking like a sad sack for five months. Yeah, we just, just five months. months. Yeah, you just see the seasons change. It starts and there's with October really emo, and trick-or-treaters run by. Yeah. And I just wish they ran by in every month. In every month, I know, <laughs> I know. So the camera is just spinning around her while the seasons change outside and the months go on the screen and there's just really emo indie songs playing. And um, meanwhile, we're also hearing Bella's doing like a voiceover because she's writing an email to Alice about how sad she is. Of and course. Then she has, she you see her having these crazy night terrors and she's sitting. She's just screaming. Yeah. <laughs> And my my favorite part is when she's just sitting at the Cullen's lunch table by herself <laughs> at lunch while her friends are all like, what the fuck? But none of her friends happening? go over there. They're no, not like they're just like, hey, she's weird. That's the running theme. She's just sitting there can looking you, out the window, not eating. Can you stop being a psychopath? No. Yeah. She can't. I know she can't. That's the worst so, part. That's why Edward left. God what damn it. I would leave too. Ugh. Anyway, so Char- Charlie looks exhausted and he's annoyed uh, with her depression over a boy who she's known less than a year. Also a hot um, dad. Also super hot. Yeah, he's looking annoyed and hot. Mm-hmm. Um, then we see that the emails that she is sending to Alice are actually going into an undeliverable ac- like address. So now we just assume that she's just writing these emails almost like a diary entry and just hoping that maybe she'll see her. Um, and then, uh, so now it's like months later, uh, Charlie's telling Bella that she's going to live with her mother in Jacksonville. Yeah, get the uh, fuck out. You're a psychopath that screams every night bloody murder for no reason. And she says, no, she's not leaving. Charlie says that he's not coming back, meaning Edward, and that her behavior is freaking him out and yeah. all of us. And he doesn't know what else to do, even though he doesn't want her to leave either. And Bella says that she will make an effort and she's going to go shopping with Jessica. What? And Charlie says, okay, like, cool. That's great. Everything's fine now. And Bella calls up Jess and they meet up. But instead of shopping, to Jess's dismay, they see a zombie movie. And (laughs) yeah, just like shopping. So while they are walking down the street, Jess is complaining about the movie because Jess is like not a This is Anna Kendrick because I only call her Anna Kendrick. That's true. Okay, continue. uh, Bella looks disinterested in whatever Jess is saying. And Bella and Jess is annoyed that Bella is like still so depressed over Edward. Yeah, fucking stop. <laughs> she's like at the all at the same time. She's complaining about the movie, complaining about Bella, complaining about everything. I, she, I her, her dialogue she's just so continues good. over everything else. She's amazing. Yeah. And so Bella's just not paying attention to anything. Um, and oh, and. Jess is also having trouble with, like, her problems with Mike, who just says he wants to be friends with her because Mike is, like, in love with Bella. Why? Um, Yeah, I don't know. So, meanwhile, Bella stares down an alley where they there's, like, some gentleman bikers. And she has a flashback to when she was herded into an alley where they were, like, going to gang rape her. Everyone's Edward, always going to gang rape yeah. her. <laughs> and then, but then Edward appears to save the day. And mm-hmm. so uh, she then sees a mirage of Edward who tells her to keep walking. And this startles her. And then he disappears and Jess is looking at her concerned. And Bella looks towards the men and he tells – and she's just like, um, I think I know those guys. And Jess is just like, they seem great. Can we go? Oh, I love her. <laughs> And Bella says that she needs to go see something, and she walks towards the men who are now noticing her, and Jess is lost, confused, and, like, scared as fuck. Of course, because they're fully grown men. And uh, as Bella walks towards the guy, she sees Edward's mirage appear again, reminding uh, who 
and it's reminding her that she promised to be safe. And she realizes as she walks towards danger, Edward appears. But when she walks away, he disappears. Yeah, I thought he was astral projecting. You told me that was wrong. So yeah, so before Edward left, he was just like, please uh, be safe um, for Charlie's sake. You know, so yeah, now okay. she's now she's noticing, ooh, if I put myself in danger, I'll see Edward. Really, so, she's just got like some sort of psychotic disorder. But mm-hmm. I thought there was more logic because my brain wants it to be logical. Mm-hmm. Continue. So she's mad at Edward for lying about never leaving her. And uh, a super cold creep invites Bella to ride on his motorcycle and they speed off. And she yells for him to stop as it looks like they're going to drive right through Edward. And then the guy stops and he's looking really annoyed. And Edward then disappears. And then Bella returns to Jess, who is like, what the fuck, Bella? Um... And we could have just ended up on a true crime podcast. Yeah, seriously. And then Bella says that was a rush. And Jess says, great, now you're an adrenaline junkie. Yeah, which is this is now a character trait for her forever. And yeah. I don't understand. She's like, yeah, I love everything that's dangerous. Guns, danger. I love it. Um, and Bella's like, what a rush. Then she continues to write emails to Alice. She's describing her situation. She's like, I have a hole in my chest. But then she goes to be friends with Jacob again because who wouldn't? And she brings him two dilapidated motorcycles, which she says she saved from the dump. I don't know how that happens. And she's like, you can fix these, right? Because I'm a thrill seeker, which is not believable. And Jacob, who has the whitest teeth I've ever seen, is like, yes, I love you. <laughs> and then she's like, get him out of the truck, but like, be very careful because they're heavy. And Jacob's like, nothing is heavy to me. And he picks them out. And she goes, you're like, <laughs> and he's like, you sound like you're old, you know, like 40. Fuck you, Jacob. So then they start working on the bikes immediately. They're like, we're going to fix them right now. And they're like flirting. And he's like super hot. And she's a super hot guy magnet, even though she's awful. And then his friends come to visit. He's like, this is Quill and Embry. And she's and they're like, is this your girlfriend? And he's like, she is a girl who is my friend. Don't be revealing my feelings, guys. Please be cool. And they're like, no, we're not going to be cool. Um, And then she's writing, Bella's writing to Alice again. And she's like, Jacob makes me feel alive. (laughs) Um, And she's obsessed with being older and him being younger than her. And I don't know. She's just being really weird. Yeah, because she's 18, he's 16, and they're like two grades apart. Even though he looks like a grown ass man with a baby face. Yeah. Um, And then she's still having (laughs) nightmares and screaming in the middle of every single night. And I cannot figure out why her father is not taking her to the doctor. Um, then we see Bella and Jacob in the Hallmark truck, and he's, like, kind of being like, um, are you hanging out with me because I'm a really good mechanic, or do you like hanging out with me? And she's like, I like hanging out with you. And then they drive by and see some of his tribal brothers. How do you pronounce that? Quileute? Mm-hmm. Oh, the the Quileute? Quay, I don't know. Quay, quay. Uh, I didn't pay enough attention. And they push a kid off a cliff, which, what the fuck is that? And um, Bella's like, no, someone got pushed off a cliff. And Jacob's like, it's fine. They're just playing. People push people off cliffs, Bella. Calm down. (laughs) And she's like, wait, that's that Sam guy. Um, And Jacob's like, yeah, that's Sam and his disciples. They all follow him. And Sam wants me to be one of his disciples, too. And Bella's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um, Then the bikes all of a sudden work. And Jacob's like, I'm going to show you how to work this motorcycle. And oh, before that, though, yeah. um, she's talking about them jumping off the cliff. And uh, Jacob says that, like, the other, like, everyone else jumps from a lower level. But, like, Sam and his, like, cult yeah. disciples are, like, up top. And he said, like, it's just like a rush. And that's, like, Bella's like, ooh, a rush is exactly what I'm looking for. Gross. Um. So then, like, he's showing her how to work the, like, throttle on the bike. And she's staring at it like she's, like, weirdly obsessed. She's like, I want to go. Go, go, go. Go fast. Um. And so she gets on it, not knowing how to do anything, sees ghost Edward while she's driving, looking backwards towards him. And I, this is at the point where I think he's in control of these projections. So I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Now she's looking at you while she's driving. Bad call. But that's just her mind doing this. So then, of course, she falls off the fucking bike and get a massive head, head injury because she almost dies every 30 minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jacob goes to see her and she's like, I'm going to go again. And Jacob's like, no, you have a giant head injury. Please fucking stop it. Oh, you're bleeding. Let me take off my shirt and dab your head because the only way I can heal you is with my abs. Mm-hmm. And she looks at him and she's like, mm-hmm, you're sort of beautiful. Yeah, he is. Um, and he's like, oh, how bad is your head injury? And she's like, I don't know, <laughs> but I'm bleeding a lot. I'm so sorry for bleeding. And he's like, why are you sorry for bleeding? You're just bleeding. People bleed. Um, you're weirdly vampire traumatized, obviously. Then we're back in the school cafeteria where Bella's sitting with her friends again who are like, great, Bella. <laughs> um, and she's like, guys, 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 it was a big giant wolf in the woods that killed the hikers, not a bear. Um, so I'm not weird at all. This is a normal thing to talk about. And they're like, okay, cool, bear wolf. That's great. Oh, yeah, because Angela's talking about it. And oh, Bella's okay. just like, oh, yeah, they said that they that they saw like a large black, like something with four legs mm-hmm. in the woods. Yeah. So then, um, yeah, so then Mike is like, oh, we're so excited that Bella is back and eating and talking again and not just a weird specter. Um, And he's like, hey, Bella, so now that you're alive, can we go see love spelled backwards is love? And Bella's like, I don't like love. All I like is violence. Let's go see face punch because guns, adrenaline, that's my thing. No, it is. Shut the fuck up. Nobody believes you. Um, and But that's what we're led to believe. And everyone's like, okay, weirdo. And Mike's like, yay, guns and adrenaline. Let's go. And she's like, everybody should go because I'm weird about dates and I have every boy in the world like me. And they're like, cool, we have to go see Face Punch now. And then we get to the movies and we see Jacob waiting outside and then Mike rolls up. So it's just her two guys that like her and nobody else rolls up because Mike's like, everybody has the flu. And Bella's like, oh shit, everybody has the flu. Okay. So she sits in between the two boys while they're watching Face Punch. Okay. And both of them have their hands up like, hold my hand. But she doesn't want to hold anybody's hand. Um. Yes. Okay. So then Mike, uh, he runs out of the theater because the movie is making him want to throw up. Uh, Jacob and Bella follow him out and Jacob tries to hold Bella's hand and she says no and she needs him as a friend more right now. And then they have a weird like analogy conversation, but ultimately Jacob knows this is all about Edward and he promises to never hurt her. And then Mike reappears and he says he needs to go home. And then Jacob starts to roid out like he's going to beat up Mike. And Bella's like, calm the fuck down, Jacob. What's happening? Yeah, that came out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. He's just like roiding out. And then Jacob's like, I got to go. And he like runs home. So now Bella is trying to like, it's like days and days. And Bella's trying to call Jacob and find out like what's going on, how he is. He She can't get a hold of him. she's an asshole who said she didn't want to date him, but she wanted him to want to date her. Yeah. And then he she calls him obsessively. Yes. Oh, I, I know. This. She calls him obsessively, but also just like, she's also voice. wondering like what the fuck happened at the theater. Yeah, but she's saying things like, I just want to hear you. I'm I know. So it's sorry. a lot. She she is a manipulator. She is. She is a narcissistic You said it. She's a gaslighter. She is. She sure is. Okay, um, so uh, Jacob's dad tells her that he has mono, and that's why he can't do Good anything. Good thing they didn't yeah. kiss. I know. <laughs> so Bella's dad leaves for a fishing trip, and it's one of it's a rainy day, and Bella heads to go see Jacob. And he's outside, and Jacob's actually fine. He's outside in his house looking he fine sure as hell. He sure is fine. His hair is now cut off. His abs are looking great, and he has a tattoo, and he doesn't want Bella there. And Bella asks if Sam got to him. And he says that Sam is helping him now. And if he and if she wants to blame anyone, she should blame those filthy bloodsuckers. So now we know that Jacob knows everything. And it's pouring rain. So yes. he's just soaking it's wet. So good. It's so good. 
Um, And they have a dramatic conversation in the rain, and it leads to Jacob basically breaking up with her, if that's, like, what was happening. And he says, um, he says he's protecting her. So now it's another guy. Everybody. Is Mike protecting her, too? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So now Bella, no, Mike doesn't want to protect her. (laughs) Bless him. I love Mike. (laughs) So Bella writes another letter to Alice telling her about what happened with Jacob, and Bella says that she can't see Edward, and, like, now she can't see Edward anymore, either. Oh, no. Um, And so she's heading to the meadow where they like laid in the grass and they sparkled together oh, um while there the vampire laurent appears yes um, and he's the nicer one from the last movie with those like three bad the three bad vampires yeah so because he noticed the collins were gone he now thinks that bella's up for grabs and wants to make a meal out of her and bella asks why he came and why he had come and he tells her it was as a favor to victoria who wanted to know whether bella was still under their protection she still wants to kill Bella because Edward kills her lover. But Laurent decides that he would rather just eat Bella because, like, why not? She sucks. Yeah, um, plus he's also hot. Yes, yes. They're all hot. I, I mean, know. every vampire is hot. Um, but before Laurent could eat her, huge wolves appear, and Laurent looks scared, and he runs off. And Bella catches eyes with one of the rules, one of the wolves' familiar eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she runs home thinking Laurent was killed by the wolves and that Victoria will soon be after her. And she tells, um, but we see the the wolves have actually killed Laurent, but Bella doesn't see that. She just assumes that. She's a shame. That, I like him. Yeah. All right, um, we gotta go. Okay, so she tells her dad that it's uh, that it's not a bear, but they're huge wolves. And Harry is there, and he looks nervous because he knows, like, what the wolves really are. Yep. And uh, Charlie tells Bella to stay, like, stay home, stay safe. They're going to go, like, out and kill these things. So now Jacob appears outside of Bella's house, and he, like, ninjas his way up through her window. It's amazing. And he struggles to tell her what's been going on uh, because he says that he's not allowed to reveal the truth, but that she can figure it out if he just re- if she just remembers the story that he told her at La Push Beach. Uh, but she can only remember the vampire part. That pisses up. That pisses Jacob off. And he's just like, he just, just ran up her wall like Spider Man. Like, yeah, come on. I know. And she's just like, just remember the rest of the story. And then he like runs off. Um, and she goes to bed that night and dreams and remembers everything and figures out that he's a werewolf. And the next day she goes to Jacob's house to confront him. Sam and his clan are walking towards her. And Bella <laughs> runs so towards funny. them, yelling at Sam, asking what he has done. And then um, one of the other uh, werewolves, Paul, like, like snaps and well, he's just like his Fuck house. You. and dad's like Jacob's yeah. not home and he's like smiling asleep in his bed <laughs> I know oh yeah that was really funny um so now but she's out like yelling at these other werewolf guys and um one of them Paul like gets really mad and he t- actually turns just into the wolf werewolf the out and then instead of anyone else like trying to protect her luckily Jacob comes running out and he turns into a wolf too and he stops Paul from eating Bella and then Sam tells Embry to take Bella to Emily's house who is Emily's uh who is Sam's fiance and Embry uh, tells Bella not to stare at Emily's face because she has a scar she has a on the face. Fucked up face. Don't look at it. Yeah, it's rude. <laughs> um, Emily meets Bella and calls her the vampire girl, and Bella calls her the wolf girl. And like now they're gonna become friends. <laughs> Fine. Oh no. Okay. Um. So, and they're all very nonchalant about, like, just like, oh, yeah, we, we're wolves. It's fine. And Emily's giving the boys muffins. They're, like, the biggest muffins in the history yes. of the world because they're very, very hungry boys. And it turns out that Sam is just the alpha male of the pack, not, like, a psychotic cult person. And they're like, oh, Bella's cool. She's good with weird. No, she's not. You can't have that. Weird is ours. Fuck you. Anyway, um, I don't like her. I told you I was going to get mad. Um, and then Paul's like, oh, hey, um, sorry, I almost killed you. Super. And then Jacob's like, we should go outside and take a walk. And Bella and Jacob go on the beach and take a walk. And Jacob explains that um, he changed into a werewolf because when bloodsuckers move into town, the fever sets in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, as soon as there are vampires, werewolves, not werewolves. Um, 
So she's like, what you guys do is wrong. You're killers. And Jacob's like, hello, you spend all of your time with vampires. What the fuck do you think they do? And she's like, well, yours is a lifestyle choice, which like homophobic. And Jacob's like, no, it's not. Um, he, You just think I'm not the right kind of monster for you, which is very true. And then he um, says like, we're not just killing people all the time. We only kill vampires because they're bad guys and we kill bad guys. And then she's like, well, vampires are fast and strong, so you can't kill them all. And he's like, do you want to fucking bet? I'm a giant wolf. I just killed that other one and it was easy enough. And I almost caught that cute redhead too, because apparently they chased Victoria to the Canadian border and they can't fit, figure out who she's after though. And Bella's like, oh, she's chasing me. <laughs> That's everyone, me. That's me. everyone chases me. Um, I want to strangle her. Um, so then back at the Swan's house, Bella, they're like back at Bella's house. And she's like, anyway, Jacob, Victoria is really fast too. And Jacob says, your lack of confidence is insulting, which is like almost a Star Wars line, but not quite. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, um, the human men, Harry and Charlie, are forming a posse to search the woods for giant bear wolves. Uh, and then we see Harry lagging behind Charlie in the woods, um, and they can't see any wolves. But we do see Victoria stalking around, and she finally surprises Harry and, like, grabs him by the throat and lifts him off the ground. And then Jacob jumps out of the woods and tackles Victoria. And then she drops Harry, who then immediately has a heart attack because all of that is too fucking much. I don't blame you, Harry. Then Jacob and Victoria kind of fight for a few minutes. And then um, she runs to the ocean and just, like, jumps into the ocean while the werewolves follow her. Um, and then Jacob stops before he jumps off the cliff. Um, and I cannot handle the princess and the towerness of this all. And then Bella, meanwhile, arrives at the spot on the cliff. And she's like, you wanted me to be human, Edward. Let me. And she jumps off the cliff and then and hits the ocean. And she's like, I did it. Adrenaline. But then she realizes that she is not a superhuman vampire. And the water is going to pull her down, which it does. And she's like, oh, I've made a terrible mistake. And then through the murky water, she sees a redheaded, swimming to redheaded woman swimming towards her. I really wanted it to be Ariel, but it was just Victoria. And then she backs away and hits her head on the cliff wall because something always happens and she starts to sink and then she sees ghost Edward beside her um, like, like I'll just die with you and reaches a hand and then a hand reaches down to pull her up but it's Jacob because he's a real human at this point and he pulls Bella to shore and he gives her CPR and he comes back and he's like holding her in his arms and then um, she's like oh um, also Harry is dead so then they drive Bella um, in the Hallmark truck and she's like shivering and she's like, oh, you're so warm, Jacob. Why are you warm all the time? And he's like, I always have like a high ambient body temperature. Sorry. And then she like cuddles up to him. You know, she doesn't want him, but she does. So then they park the truck and Jacob's like, oh, I'm worried that like I'm going to eat your face off like Sam did with his fiance. Don't talk about her scars. Um, and Bella's like, no, you won't, because I'm going to remind you how special you are every single day. And he's like, well, if you do that, I'm going to want to murder fuck you like everybody else in the world. Um. And then they almost kiss, but then they don't. And then, because Jacob's like, I smell a vampire. So then Bella sees the Cullen's car and runs towards her house. And Jacob's like, you're going to cross a line that I can't cross because remember, there's rules. So when she's inside, she sees Alice and she's like, fuck, it's Alice. And she's, and Alice is like, oh my God, it's Bella. And um, she's like, I really thought you jumped off a cliff and died. And Bella's like, how the fuck do you know that? And she was like, no, I was cliff jumping recreationally. No, you're fucking crazy. You were trying to kill yourself that you, you said that. And then Alice says like, um, El, uh, Edward has, doesn't talk to us anymore. He only calls every few months. Um, she knows that Victoria is bringing her around. Um, and then she's like, ew, what is that wet dog smell? And Bella's like, oh, that's my friend Jacob, who walks in the door smoldering and, they, and is like, I have to protect Bella. And Alice is like, what the, come on, man, what the fuck? I will come and talk to you as soon as you take the dog out. Boom. And then Bella is a total asshole to Jacob because she remembers Edward as a thing. And she's like, you should leave. 
But then they have a moment where they almost kiss again in her kitchen, and he talks to her in his native language, which is, you know, hot. And so then the phone rings, and Jacob answers her phone for no fucking reason. And he's like, Swan residence? No, he can't come to the phone. He's planning a funeral, and then hangs up. And then we find out that it was Edward on the phone, and Edward thinks it was Bella's funeral, and now everybody's in a farce. And then so to take care of this, Alice and Bella decide to fly to see Edward and be like, no, 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 not dead. Everything is okay because they know that Edward's going to kill himself if he thinks Bella's dead. So they fly on Virgin Airlines to Italy, which is my favorite thing. And Alice is driving a fancy yellow sports car. Okay. So Alice gets a vision that the Volturi refused Edward's, uh, Edward, refused Edward. So now he's going to make a scene to give them a reason to kill him. Uh, She sees a clock striking noon, which we saw in that dream, which is also when the sun is at its highest. And then he will show himself to the humans and they speed up (laughs) and they get to the city. But once they are there, uh, they are slowed down by people dressed in the red robes. All the the, the handmaids are there. Um, And they're littering the streets. And Bella asks, what the fuck is up? And Alice says that today is St. Marco's Day Festival. And they are celebrating the expulsion of the vampires from the city. It's a perfect backdrop for Edward to sparkle in the world around him. And Alice pulls over and tells Bella that she has to be the one to run and stop him. If Alice goes, Edward will read her thoughts and think that she is, um, like like lying mm-hmm. and then uh and then he'll rush into doing it. So Bella runs to the clock tower and we are now back to the beginning of the movie. The clock strikes and she's at the water fountain and she looks across the way and the red cloaks are everywhere and she see, she sees Edward coming out of the doors of a building looking more dead than usual <laughs> and he's taking off his shirt and he's because about he's to step into naked. the light. That's how yeah. they'll know. Mm-hmm. And Bella runs as fast as she can and Edward is now in the sunlight but only for a little of just for a second and there's a little girl that does see him. She's like, um, a penis. <laughs> yeah. And before Bella, um, and, oh yeah, so then Bella like runs and jumps on him and he thinks that he is dreaming but quickly realizes that it's actually oh, yeah, he's her. Like, heaven, yeah. I'm in heaven. And she's just like, move in, get out of the sun. So they move back into the building away from the sun. He is happy and that she is alive and then Bella tells Edward that she is only there so he knows that she's alive and that he didn't need to kill himself but that now she can like let him go and Edward's like, fuck that. Your blood smells too good and I want, I don't want to ever let you go again. I want to murder fuck you like I everybody else. I couldn't live in a world where you don't exist and <laughs> Bella questions this because he told her to go fuck herself before. Yeah, sure did. Then and Edward tells her how stupid she is for believing him. Mm-hmm. And she says, because, like, it's all manipulation here. And she says that she doesn't know how he could love her. And he doesn't know how she can li- love him. Yada, yada, yada. And they make they make out hardcore. Yep. So now the Volturi interrupt and request Bella and Edward to come with them to speak to Michael Sheen. Oh, and then Dakota please. Fanning shows up looking Thank cute God. and evil. And she mm-hmm. plays Jane, one of the Volturi. And she comes in to see what is taking so long. And Alice also pops back in. So everyone's there. And um, Bella notices how worried Everyone looks around Jane, and they agree to come with her to see uh, Michael Sheen. So now Alice takes Alice tells Bella to do what Jane says. Edward is now in a stupid robe uh, because Ooh, he doesn't have a now. shirt on, yeah. but is but it barely covers him. Like there's no reason he's, his handmade robe is falling off the whole time. Um, as they go down to the Volturi layer, a weird Italian music is playing, and there is <gasps> the a, weirdest elevator music. Yeah. And there is a human secretary that greets them and Bella questions who she is and then realizes that she wants to become a vamp too. But Jane says that she will probably just be dessert. Yeah, because because Bella's like, I'm the only human. Yeah. The only one. So Michael Sheen greets them and he touches Edward's hand. And with one touch, he can see and hear every thought and memory Edward has ever had. And he sees how much Edward wants Bella and her blood. He also admires strength and his gifts. And he wanted uh, to meet this Bella. And he realizes Edward can't read Bella's thoughts and wants to test out his gifts. 
and he realizes that his gifts also do not work on her. Um, and then Jane tested tests out her gifts, which is like the, her ability to um, give out like pain yeah, to people. Dakota Fanning just says mm-hmm. pain, pain. And then Edward steps in, but Jane uses her powers on him, and then he falls to the ground, like, seizing. And um, and she tries it on Bella, but nothing happens. So Jane's no. just like, meh. And Dakota <laughs> Fanny's like, I'm hurt. Um, <laughs> and then the rest of the Volturi think that Michael Sheen should have just killed, uh, should have just killed her because she knows too much. And Edward and Alice try to fight them, and Edward dies for a second, but then his vampire— he gets, like, a crack in his yeah, face, which is yeah. real weird. But then his vampire powers bring him back, but then— um. One of the Volturi almost rips Edward's head off, and then Bella screams to kill, to not kill him. Kill me! Yeah, kill me instead. So Michael Sheen is amazed by her for whatever reason. Why? Michael um, Sheen, come on! He realizes Bella wants to be immortal, but Edward uh, would never let that happen. So Michael so Michael Sheen is like, I'll kill her. <laughs> me too! <laughs> I'll, make her, I'll make her a vampire. Me too, Michael and then Sheen. Alice says that she has actually seen Bella become a vampire and that Alice will be the one that changes her. And she shows her the vision to Michael Sheen, and he's just like, cool, can't wait to see how Bella's gifts will transform when she's a vamp. Maybe she'll be hyper clumsy. We don't know. And he lets them go. So on their way out, they pass a group of tourists headed toward the Volturi to become a snack. Uh, Like like many people, so that's how like many people go missing without any issue. They're on a tour of uh, whatever they're in and then they just lock lock the door and eat them. So Bella wakes up at home from a nightmare and Edward is at her bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm almost done. You got... I could get it. Um, um, okay. He wakes up from a nightmare. Uh, she's He's at her bed, and he says he isn't going to leave her again. And um, he thought that he was doing her a favor. And then they just talk about how much they love each other but still won't have sex. And then Charlie comes oh my God, into Bella's the room. Oh, poor father comes in. And Edward hides. And Char- Charlie yells at her for leaving without warning Yeah, but she's an asshole. Days. She's like, I'm fine. Leave me alone, yeah. Dad. And then she's like, no, wait a minute. That makes sense. I'm sorry. I'm an asshole. Ugh. So annoying. Do you want me to keep going? If you want to, yeah. Okay. Uh, so then dad is like, you're grounded for the rest of your life, which yes, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Then Edward reappears and he's like, your dad's not going to forgive me for doing this, Bella. And she's like, for doing, okay, yeah, you're right. Except for like, he doesn't even know what happened. Teens break up all the time. That is actually the most normal thing they did. Bella says he won't get rid of her that easily once Alice changes her. And Edward's like, I don't love that. Maybe we can just keep it a secret forever and Michael Sheen won't know, which is not true because Michael Sheen is awesome and he knows everything. In the end, Bella's like, no, 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 we have to do this because like they said, and also vampires are awesome and I really want to be a vampire. So Edward brings her back home. And then back at his house, Bella's like, you all know what I want and requests a vote like they're deciding on Taco Bell or McDonald's. So Alice is like, yay, I want you to be my sister. And Jasper's like, yeah, I don't want to eat you anymore. Which then it's comments like that, why I think that he should be invited to the spinoff that stars Alice and um, Anna Kendrick. More yep. on that later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the Rosalie, the one that hates her, I think it's um, Nikki, what's her name, says like, being a vampire isn't anything I would ever chosen for myself. And I wish someone would have said no for me. So I say no for you. Good talk, Rosalie. Moving on. Everyone else says yes, because we all know teen relationships are super reliable and you can just trust that they'll last forever. And then Peter Facinelli comes in because who doesn't love a dramatic entrance and is like, Edward has chosen not to live without Bella. So he kind of brought this on himself, which he really did. And he's like, yes, because I'm not going to lose Edward, which is the most sane thing anyone has ever said at this weird house meeting that they're having. And I'm, I picture it's the like, <laughs> what we do in the shadows house meeting where they're like house meeting yeah anyway edward is drunk driving bella home which whoop, there's a wolf in the road so they stop to talk to jacob because like it or not he rescued bella so edward has to be like i know we hate each other but i'm so big and woke so thank you um and everybody deserves one more dramatic moment so then they agree that everybody's gonna get along now except plot twist the treaty they have says it's still a thing that if any of the collins bite a human then the wolves are allowed to kill the collins and the truce is over and bella's like no it's my decision and jacob's like not really once you're a vampire 
you're, I'm going to have to kill you too. Sorry, bitch. Bella's like, oh, you know what? I love you, Jacob. But also, um, if I have to pick, it's Edward. And then she feels his abs one more time and gaslights him a little more by saying, it's always been him, as though she wasn't all up in his shit a few days ago. And then Edward attempts to take get Bella to walk away. Jacob wolfs it up one more time and then signs off. Edward then tries to get Bella to wait on this whole vampire thing. He's like, hey, maybe a few years more. You could just like grow up and be in your 20s. So I don't, so it's not weird. And she's like, no, no, I want it now. And Edward is like, I, I love you anyway. And she's actually, that was very, um, emotive she did not say it like that she's like i just want to be a vampire mm -hmm. because he loves how deadpan and stubborn she apparently is and then edward says okay fine i have one condition if you want me to do it myself marry me bella and then she just goes <gasps> and then we gasp <gasps> and then the movie's over and then it's it that's it that's it that's the fucking movie okay Woo. so All right. you guys we did it that is new moon in 30 ish minutes um if you want to hear our take on this you will go be a patron so you can hear us talk about it in host yeah. mortem and next Yay. week we will be back with another full episode and another crime or something <laughs> we'll see but uh for now um if i were a hot girl that every monster in the world wanted to save we, we would, would be, be dead, dead. <laughs> we whatever <laughs> we gotta go bye Thank you for listening to the We Would Be Dead podcast. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. Rate and review our show on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Would Be Dead Pod. And join our Facebook group to discuss the podcast and more. Yeah, I love everything that's dangerous. Guns, danger, I love it.